Good afternoon, everyone. It's Ali Corman Kentreep here with the breakdown of the action for Wednesday, January 31st, and ending a strong January on a pretty weak note here, Ken, alongside some comments from Fed Chair Jay Powell. Yeah, I think uh, Jay Powell said, uh, you know, not so fast when it comes to uh, to rate cuts, and uh, that spooked the market uh, a little bit. Uh, so we ended near session lows, and it was quite a quite a sell off. Looks like a distribution day for the uh, for the Nasdaq. Uh, did find three stocks uh, to talk about. Wanted to take a look at uh, Royal Caribbean uh, earnings uh, tomorrow morning, but uh, forming a nice base and showing uh, uncanny strength. Also, uh, Trex in the building sector forming a flat base while holding uh, above its. 10-week line, and uh, Moody's, which is, uh, they publish credit ratings uh, and the like. Uh, MCO is the symbol here, trying to clear a flat base. Okay, great watch list stocks to be checking in on. We'll do that, but first let's take a look at those major indexes. A bearish day in the market, the NASDAQ down at 2.2%. Harder hit was the Russell 2000 small caps down 2.3% on the day. The S&P 500 down 1.6% and the Dow off by eight tenths of a percent. And not only did you have this Fed news, I mean, Ken, we knew this was going to be a big week. We had that, but we also have this digestion of some mega cap tech earnings with Microsoft, Google Parent Alphabet and AMD not turning in uh, these stellar reactions, at least to the performances. So a lot for investors to digest today. Yeah, I mean, Google uh, Google uh, Alphabet was under pressure uh, for most of the session. I mean, this stock, uh, you know, really, really took a hit. Their ad revenue was a little bit uh, disappointing. It wasn't terrible. It just missed expectations uh, by a little bit. And that was a pretty, pretty sharp drop. You could see 7.5% uh, right down to a test of the uh, the 50-day moving average. Uh, AMD, a little bit better. You know, uh, that stock still, you know, fell sharply, but it did, uh, you know, close off its lows and it held uh, support there at the, uh, the green line, the 21-day moving average, but a tough day for Microsoft uh, too. And this was probably the, the quote-unquote, the best uh, earnings report right. of uh, of the three. The metrics were pretty strong uh, throughout, but this was a pretty bearish outside day for Microsoft. Uh, tells me this one, uh, you know, could be ready to to consolidate after uh, you know we've been talking about a lot of these magnificent seven stocks being quite overbought, and uh, and uh, you know Microsoft is in that boat. So you can see holding the 21-day line, but uh, heavy volume uh, decline today, despite you know, it looked like a pretty good quarter. Yeah, exactly. And so then tying that back to the broad market, we'll go back to the NASDAQ. Uh, last week, we started seeing some stalling type action, distribution days on the S&P 500, and just the indexes getting extended from their moving averages. This has been an eye-popping rally since early November, Ken. So uh, to see us want to scale back uh, exposure levels last week seems like it was a, a good choice here with the action today. Yeah, yeah, we uh, we we trimmed back a little bit uh, on leaderboard. I mean, leaderboard basically performed in line with the S and P five hundred, so it wasn't it wasn't a, a great day. But we didn't get any sell signals on, on leaderboard. Uh, we did cut ties with a Brazilian uh, fintech named uh, XP, uh, so that puts our invested percentage about ninety percent, maybe a little below ninety uh, percent. But overall, our leaders list is uh, you know filled with a, a lot of uh, strong stocks. Now it just uh, 
we need to decide what the what the market's uh, going to do here. You mentioned uh, S and P 500. We've got a relatively high distribution day count there. We did see some stalling action where volume picked up in the exchange uh, last week, but it you know was closed near lows and wasn't able to to hold gains. So you know S and P still holding the 21 day line and the the Nasdaq uh, making a, a test uh, right now uh, of the the 21 day. So. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what the rest of the week uh, holds. But uh, yeah, I think the market was probably just a little bit uh, disappointed that uh, that uh, Fed Chairman Jay Powell basically said that March is probably a little too early for uh, for a rate cut. The market was just kind of thinking that was a 50 50 uh, chance anyway. Uh, it's pretty convinced that the first rate cut will uh, will come in May and thinks there are going to be several more rate cuts uh, you know, before the end of the year. So. Uh, Fed Chairman Powell still a little cautious about inflation, wants to be sure it goes down to 2%. It's about 29 uh, give or take right now. So he just wants to make sure inflation keeps going on, on, on its path. We have a strong jobs market and, uh, you know, that, that, that may not help, but, uh, you know, we'll see. We've got a big jobs report uh, this, this Friday. So maybe we see slack uh, growth like we did in the ADP private payroll. Um, you know, maybe that, that'll be good. Yeah. And let's take a look at the Dow and the Russell. Here's a look at the Dow reversing off of a high today, still holding above the 38,000 level, 10 day and 21 day lines. And let's take a look at the Russell 2000 because small caps we know are the most interest rate sensitive here. Uh, so it looks like as of now getting rejected, Ken, at that 2000 level. Yeah, this uh, actually the Russell 2000, even when the NASDAQ was down more than 1%, I saw the Russell 2000 was flat, maybe slightly lower. So if you look at an intraday chart for the Russell 2000, you really see the selling picking up the pace here. Uh, yeah, I mean, this was, uh, you know, the index was, was like I said, unchanged, maybe slightly lower, uh, even when the NASDAQ was down 1%. So uh, kind of a rough day for the uh, Russell 2000 as well. Yeah. Hmm, I wonder when uh, Powell started talking. Uh, <laughs> there it is. <laughs> always some clues there on those yeah. intraday charts. And let's take a look at zero T and X, uh, a little bit of intraday movement there. But uh, really, we just want to take a look at this on the daily chart and give me your take, Ken. Well, I was really, I mentioned on IBD Live this morning, I was surprised at how easily it broke through that 4% level. Uh, you think a round number like that, even when it comes to bond yields, would have been a, you know, a support level at least to, to hold. But, uh, you know, we had uh, a lot of... Uh, a lot of buying in the bond market that uh, fueled this drop in interest rates. We had New York uh, Community Bancor, uh, which really uh, took a took a beating uh, today. This is a company that acquired some of the assets of Signature Bank. Uh, they had to shore up their cap capital, uh, so you can see the big drop here, and that fueled a, a big drop in the um, KRE a, a ETF that we've been looking at uh, on recent shows. But uh, it was amazing; just one day of uh, damage here it was setting up in a nice little a nice little consolidation, but uh, you can see KRE fell almost 6% today and uh, right down to that 50-day moving average. So we'll see if it can uh, hold support there. Mm -hmm. And uh, with the broad market now coming under a little bit of selling pressure, Ken, it seems like now is the time to be focused on, well, what are the stocks that are holding up the best during this time? What are the stocks that are forming bases versus the ones that are, are starting to crack and crumble under pressure, right? 
Uh, yeah, uh, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm somebody was uh, talking in the background. I missed what you said there, Ellie. <laughs> no problem. I was just saying uh, now is the time of when you do see the market coming under selling pressure like this. Which ones are the ones that are holding up better, and which ones are the ones that are starting to crack and crumble under pressure? Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, sort of the theme and uh, the, the three stocks that we're going to uh, look at uh, today, stocks that are, you know, that fell today, but are, are showing uh, uncanny strength and, uh, and holding up well. So, uh, you know, now is the time we don't know where this market pullback is going to go. The NASDAQ uh, not that long ago broke its uh, 21 day line and quickly rebounded and, uh, and continued higher. But, you know, what's different this time around, you know, we've got, you know, a lot more overbought uh, stocks out there. Um, we had that latest uh, reading from investors in Intelligence that showed bullish uh, sentiment uh, rising up close to an extreme level. That's a contrarian indicator. So there's a, a lot of yellow flags out there. So you know, again, playing defense, but you know, keeping keeping track track of stocks that are holding up and kind of with uh, withstanding the the selling is uh, always a, a good strategy. Exactly. Yeah. And I'm focused on weekly charts and seeing can my big winning positions find support at key levels on the weekly chart or what those looking like just taking that uh, step back perspective that I know you're so good at doing, Ken, you're always telling us you and Arnie. Well, I wanted to. I wanted just to, to maybe take a quick look at Nvidia, which is uh, sure. a stock we've had for longer than a year on uh, on leaderboard. And I mean, here's an example of a of a really strong stock. Yeah, it was down two percent today. Volume picked up the pace a little bit from uh, from Tuesday. But look at how I mean, look at that orderly decline, holding support at the ten day line. Actually, closed up near its high for the for the session. So there's a lot of uh, stocks out there still acting quite well, showing that they're still uh, proving leadership. I put Meta in that group uh, as well, which is going to be reporting earnings on uh, on uh, on Thursday. Here, you know, that stock was down a little more than 2%, but still holding that 10-day line and uh, not really overwhelming volume uh, to the downside. So still seeing a lot of uh, good-looking stocks out there. But, you know, we're going to pay attention like we always do if we start to see uh, distribution days start to increase. We did get one on the NASDAQ today. Um, but uh, not ready to declare this uptrend uh, over. We're still in a confirmed uptrend, just you know, dealing with a little bit of selling today. Yes. Now let's take a look at RCL. This is Royal Caribbean up on the day. So bucking the weakness with a gain of about nine-tenths of a percent in some above average volume. We do have earnings coming up. So this is the stock setting up, heading into the earnings report. So definitely one on your watch list, Ken, it seems like. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and I just think it's it's interesting here when you look at, uh, you know, uh, Carnival and maybe Norwegian, the two other cruise line operators don't uh, aren't acting nearly uh, as well as uh, as RCL. And uh, I just think RCL is, uh, you know, you've seen you know really good growth in recent quarters. Obviously, business was really tough in 2021 20, uh, and 22, but uh, had a good year of profitability in, uh, in, in 23. So we're going to be hearing uh, fourth quarter results uh, tomorrow morning. This is a nice Nice, uh, nice setup here, uh, forming a base while holding support at the at the ten week line. They're expected to deliver another strong uh, quarter. You're going to see it. Uh, earnings are supposed to uh, triple uh, from the year ago quarter. I think revenue is up, supposed to be up close to thirty percent. So there's still a fundamental story here, and we'll see what the numbers uh, look like uh, tomorrow. Uh, we're not averse to buying stocks that gap up on earnings, and we don't know what what. Royal Caribbean is going to do tomorrow, but just a heads up, uh, stock acting well ahead of uh, ahead of results. 
Yes. Let's also take a look at T-R-E-X. This is Trex. They make the wood alternative decking. And I'm seeing a base here on this weekly chart with some nice tight closes in that base. Yeah. And uh, kind of a turnaround story here. Good, uh, good fundamentals. You can see several quarters in a row of declining uh, earnings and sales, but uh, third quarter numbers uh, up big, revenue up 61%, earnings up uh, 300%, and, you know, decent uh, estimate for uh, for this year as well. So kind of a similar looking, all, all three of these uh, setups that we're looking at today are, are very similar. So Trex, uh, again, just moving sideways uh, after, you know, a nice, uh, nice little breakout, several up weeks in a row. And, uh, uh, you know, stock again down down two percent uh, today. Volume was uh, was pretty light. Uh, still think this one, uh, you know, could could uh, could work. Building sector is still a, a pretty strong sector in our database, and nice base uh, taking shape here. Okay, and last but not least, let's go to MCO. This is Moody's. Tried to break out today and got pretty close to a round number at 400. Got turned away, but it looks like this one's still on breakout watch. Yeah, I think so. And uh, what I what I like here, uh, again, is an accumulation distribution rating of A. So as this stock started moving off lows and across the 350 level, look at all the volume uh, as the stock was under accumulation. It was it was breaking out. Then it ran up close to 400. Now volume has uh, dried up uh, as the stock has moved uh, sideways here. So 400 is uh, definitely a, a potential resistance level to watch. It tried to clear it today. Uh, the market would not let it run, but uh, pretty good, uh, pretty good fundamentals here you know we can tell that a, a strong composite rating of 96 you've got uh, you know a nice acceleration in earnings and sales uh, when they reported third quarter results earnings are still two or three weeks away but uh, uh, still a compelling uh, growth story it's not going to be a, a, a super fast mover like an Nvidia or a high-flying tech stock but um, uh, you can see it's a you know nice uh, nice accumulation phase and uh, this one uh, could have more left so I think it's one worth watching. Great. Well, thank you, Ken. And thanks everyone so much for tuning in. That is it from us for today, but we will see you back tomorrow morning on IBD Live and we hope you join us investors.com slash IBD Live for all the details on that starting 10 minutes before the opening bell. We'll see you there and we'll also see you right back here tomorrow after the close. This show is for informational and educational purposes only, and nothing should be construed as a recommendation to buy, hold, or sell any securities. Any securities and investment strategies discussed may not be suitable for all investors. Make sure to consider consulting with your financial advisor before making investment decisions.